We have to be quiet. It's episode 38. And everybody's sleeping. (laughs) Just kidding. This is Clash. (laughs) The Sibling Rivalry Podcast. Welcome back. I am one of your hosts, Nighthu, and I just woke up probably 15 minutes ago. And with me... In my state of half awakeness is <laughs> what's good, what's good is the brother of the show, Yo Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your sister? Uh the sibling rivalry podcast? <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> But yeah, man, we back. Welcome back, y'all. Another week. I'm gonna try to fight through my morning voice here. Uh as we start off today, I will remind you. As you're listening, you can complain about how terrible my voice sounds at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. Yes, I'll take that criticism. At siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I don't sound like this on Twitter because Twitter doesn't talk. You sound like... Yeah. I don't know if you guys could hear that. I heard heard that. (laughs) sound like clicky clacks. (laughs) Yeah. I am at T-A-F-F-I-N-I-J-21. And I'm at Y-O-T-I-Z-Z-L-E-R. So, can I tell you something straight off the bat? For sure. Because uh, I did not expect that seeing a young Will Smith fight an old Will Smith would uh, be so entertaining. Gemini, man. Is this the comeback? The comeback of Will Smith? No, I don't think so. Oh, it, man. Really wasn't, it wasn't It wasn't all that. Good. Dang. Was it bright? And level? guess what? I would say, guess what? Guess whose name I saw right at the first end of the credits? Freaking David Benioff. Who's that? Fresh off of Game of Thrones. Who did, who did he play? Sorry, you know I'm he, bad with names. Oh, no. He wasn't. He didn't act in it. He oh, was okay. one of the producers that uh, we railed against during the, the finale of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Wait, what came out first? Game of Thrones was out first, and then Gemini Man happened in the middle somewhere, right? Because I thought Gemini Man you was a while You mean production-wise? Yeah. It could have been, yeah. Because Gemini Man was been. one or two years ago that that came out. Was it 2019? Well, no, it came out last year. Okay, so 2019. Yeah, because it's not... I don't even think it's on Blu-ray yet. Okay, so it's pretty new still. Yeah. Gotcha. But anyway, I will jump right into that because that's one of the things that I did this week. Um, So I decided to watch Gemini Man because... Uh, the big hype around this movie is how they digitally de-aged uh, Will Smith's face. Mm-hmm. Um, so he actually. So here's my confusion because they said that he plays both parts physically, right? Um, but there's so many scenes where they're tussling, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, he had to be tussling somebody else, right? With his face digitally put on their face, yeah. Because I can't. I was like, even if they had him fighting himself, yeah, there would have had to been a body double to overlay. Actually, actually, no. So I was watching some production of some game or movie, and the it was a, an actor on one side, right? It was Monster Hunter. That's what it was. It was okay. an actor on one side being like um, one of the monsters. And it was a cutscene of this monster fighting another monster, but in the when they stripped everything down, the other monster mm-hmm. was just like a collage of like t- duct taped together like water bottles and like a big <laughs> foam thing. And they digitally put the other monster onto that. So I'm like, maybe they just did some weird CG magic where he's acting on one side, like just fighting the air, and then he's on the other side, just fighting the air, and then they just mashed it together. That okay that might be a thing but yeah there's a lot of times when it's like 
they'll pin like one will pin one on the ground Mm -hmm. and that's the only reason i say that is because it's like when somebody is like putting pressure on someone's face or Mm -hmm. chest like it moves Mm -hmm. you know it displaces it but right right I was trying to have a keen eye while I was watching it, but it was really hard to spot. I mean, Technology. there was maybe one scene at the end where it felt like the face was kind of like floating on a body. Oh, um, gosh. <laughs> and it's like, because they're, they're walking together, and it's like, you can tell that old Will Smith's face is real and the right. other one's not. Okay. But for most of the movie, young Will Smith looks real. Gotcha. Um, and it's really, there is one of the best motorcycle fights i've ever seen mm-hmm. um not even a motorcycle it's like a dirt bike they're they... in like um cartagena colombia and they're Exotic. on like dirt bikes and old will smith loses he gets knocked off his dirt bike uh in the most horrible way possible like head flip <laughs> oh, God. uh like you know someone jamming a stick in the front wheel and he just goes t- tumbling off the front at high speed <laughs> jesus but young will smith like fights old will smith like I, I don't know how to explain it. It's, he's not using the bike like a sword or anything, but he's like using it as an extension of his body. So he's like punching Will Smith in the face with the front tire. Oh my god! And, and he's like he's like kicking the back around and like knocking him over. Like it was crazy. Now are these superhumans or are they just like really good at fighting? The, he's just like a super like trained from birth okay. soldier. Got you. And, um, but you find, like, I don't want to give too many spoilers, but I think you can assume, like, uh, Will Smith has been cloned. Right, right. Um, That makes sense. And so that, that clone was raised from birth and trained to destroy him. Um. (laughs) So weird. Such an odd, like, who wrote this? (laughs) I, the guy who wrote the end of Game of Thrones. Oh, that that makes sense. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but... Yeah, it was it was pretty good. So I was just saying, I'm give it props for special effects. Um, and there's some good fights in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm trying to think. There's one other like really cool part uh, of fighting, and it feels like you're playing like Call of Duty while you're watching it. It's oh, really cool. cool. Like, cause does it go first person? Yeah, it's from Will like Smith's that. like perspective for a little while, and then, like the mm-hmm. way he aims, like, cause he's like you know this crazy insane sniper like mm-hmm. i'm like i had this feeling while i was watching it where i was like did he like become obsessed with deadshot and he's like now i can only be in movies where i get to shoot things from really far away <laughs> yeah I, f- I forget what i was just watching i don't know if it was witcher or and it might have been ready player one or something like that but tell me if it was witcher where they had a scene where he was fighting in first person was that witcher um, I, I feel like I feel like it was too because I feel like I saw something similar recently. Yeah, I just I really so like, I feel like when it was things Witcher. do that. Yeah, yeah, it, it just looks really cool for yeah. some reason. Like like you strap a GoPro to their forehead or something. Well, I was gonna say, or when they have the GoPro like strap facing them while they're fighting, and it's yeah. like you're locked into like just their face their while face. they're reacting. <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny too. Oh, and the last thing I'll say is like it feels like everyone punches so hard in this like <laughs> when you see will smith's fight you're like how how do they make the punches look like they're landing so hard it was almost like watching an anime fight that's cool. awesome yeah so i recommend that if you are looking for some action and that that was uh, a theater movie right at one point that came to yeah, theaters okay. that came to theaters that's what i thought cool, um cool. and then the other thing i watched this week i watched terminator dark fate is that the new one that just came out with the young dude yes uh it's actually a woman oh woman sorry um and that one was interesting i i called it while i was watching i was like this is the hispanic terminator (laughs) um 
Tell me not because true. it kind of starts out with um, you see one of the Terminators from the future show up, mm-hmm. and this Terminator. Okay, so forgive me if you don't remember this, brother. But in, I used to watch Terminator Two all the time when I was little. Mm-hmm. And the coolest part about Terminator 2 is the very beginning when the enemy, enemy Terminator would show up and he was like all liquid metal. Mm-hmm. And he would like turn, like he would morph down into like a puddle and he would be able to like dodge stuff and then he would reform and then oh, he would turn cool. his arm into I don't remember that at all. Like a, yeah. So this Terminator, I guess in order to like put edge on that old Terminator, they made him liquidy too, but his liquid is like black. Ooh. So he kind of like almost feels like you're fighting Venom with like a metal skeleton. Wait, so the Terminator is a guy, but the main character who's just like a resistance fighter is a girl. Is that what Yes. I'm here. Okay. So the Terminator I'm talking about is the enemy Terminator in this movie. Gotcha. And the the main character that you see in the previews, she is actually like a augmented super soldier. Gotcha. That's what it is, yeah. But they are both from the future. Okay. And so when he comes back, it's like he, he is amorphous metal uh terminator who he can split into just his metal skeleton and then like a amorphous metal form so he can basically make double a double of himself whoa and he's like it's almost just as strong as when he's combined what is this technology it's really intense (laughs) they're Um, not even robots at this point yeah so if but if you're familiar with the terminator movies it's a pretty similar plot where Mm -hmm. they figure out that there's a person in the past or in this case, it's like um, 2000. It's current time, but all these people are coming from the future, future to our time to tell this one individual who, in this movie, her name is Danny. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, and she's just like a regular, regular ass Hispanic chick. Mm-hmm. Um, and they come back and basically uh, they're after her because she has some influence on the survival of mankind in the future. Interesting um so with that being said they bring in old characters and uh sarah connor sarah connor comes back or i should say she's still alive Mm -hmm. um and something happens very early in the film that you don't expect uh where you get to see arnold yeah i was about to say i know i was just thinking i know arnold's in this too he's gotta be (laughs) but it had really good fight scenes uh the the morphous terminator has like some really awesome fight scenes things that Mm -hmm. you don't expect him to be able to do and the super soldier chick is insane um her fighting is insane but the the one thing that got to me is so she is she has human parts but she's augmented uh with metal parts my goals um, in life (laughs) my ultimate and when she fights she like basically think of like my hero where it's like she can put out a huge like she can put out a huge percentage of strength for like a short period of time Ah, i got you but once she does this she like almost run yeah she becomes like this weird organic machine where she's like i need insulin i need and (laughs) she she names this list of like chemicals and like then for the rest of the movie she's carrying around this bag of needles Uh. and i'm just like so our superheroes in the future are diabetics i don't yeah (laughs) i was like i don't understand that's the downside of, of being a cyborg yeah, so she's got to, like, jab herself with these needles all, the whole movie. So that's a little, like, drawback because it's, like, she, she'll she be half dying for most of the movie. Yeah. When I but sign other... up to be a robot, I just want to be a full robot. I don't even think I want to be a cyborg. Just, keep, <laughs> just I want to be a robot with my brain intact, maybe. I think that's... You want to be RoboCop. <laughs> yeah, essentially. I still you want emotions, be... though. 
You want to be a pair of lungs and a brain. Exactly. <laughs> Just in a inside of a metal robot body. Yeah. <laughs> My dream, <Gross>. man. <laughs> but yeah, that's I recommend both those movies, Gemini Man and Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah, that's the- pretty much what it, what I did this week. Um, and so my week was also super short. Um, nothing new really came out or anything like that. I've still been playing the regulars Pokemon and, um, I won't talk too much about Pokemon this week, but, uh, I will say this weekend, um, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, uh, I'm, I'm back in, well, I didn't stop really, but I'm back in heavy again because they're having what's called the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, appreciation festival. Um, and I believe it's the anniversary of when the game came out i might be wrong about that um but it's something like that and it's basically an event and like other monster hunter no that, no it came out i think it no it definitely january. came out in january okay. so yeah it would make sense um and i don't know if this makes one or two years i can't remember to be honest because we literally played or... we literally played that game from january to may of the year it came out yeah for real like and yeah, it's so. crazy that there's still so much like they have a roadmap for this year for that game and it's like it's crazy there's still monsters and everything else coming out all it's for their, free isn't it their best-selling game absolutely like, yeah Capcom? Capcom's, yeah um, yeah so dope and what's really cool about this event is for one they added they add in a new uh armor set and layered armor set is this this time around is this cool like kind of spacey wispy like it's really hard to describe it's like a spacey veil that's like transparent with stars like glowing stars on it and it's really cool <laughs> and there's like a layered version and a regular oh version God, don't tell don't tell me these cosmetic things are sparkly i'll i'll be purchasing the game i'll be scraping my pennies together oh no it's soon as we super end the podcast. sparkly super oh, sparkly no. oh no and they got one for your kitty too where's my coin <laughs> um but on top of that they um they brought back some of the older event quests so like for example the resident evil quest you can do again to get those cosmetics as well um and i just like the fact that that in general they're doubling down on cosmetics so i think pretty soon or i think actually now i haven't beat the game yet i think you have to beat the game to unlock them but right now you can go into the smithy um and they have a layered armor tab and before they only had like event stuff but now they actually put in almost all of the monsters from the base game their armor sets is like you can just build them as cosmetic armor to put over whatever armor you want um, yeah so i so can that's look awesome. like um Crap, I forget that roly-poly guy's name. Radabon? Say that again. Radabon? Yes, had, like, spi- I yeah. my, yes, I can get my Radabon armor, <laughs> yeah. finally. He's in there, which is cool. Um, I just fought him yesterday for a, for, for event purposes. <laughs> the, the flashiest spaceman. Yeah, um, but no, it's awesome. And they added a, a whole slew of new weapons that are actually um, maybe the second or third best set of weapons in the game. And they're pretty easy to get. You just fight a, a Baryoth, which is like this... Uh, um what do they call the it's like a saber-toothed tiger mixed with a dragon um really yeah he's insane too he's super aggressive like he never stops moving i hate i think his head looks like a badly sliced tree trunk (laughs) are you looking at him right now somebody came at it oh no i just remember i'm just like somebody came at him with the wrong way with an axe oh no this is a new monster oh yeah yeah this is a iceborne uh exclusive monster oh, okay okay and he has these like big tusks and he has this really funny mechanic where so he has these spikes along his like wing arms 
um because he likes to run around uh, on all fours. i see him i see him mm-hmm. and there's a thing where if you break off the spikes like he does this dive at you where normally he'll land perfectly on all fours but if you break off the spikes he like starts sliding around like he's drunk oh, no. and he can't okay. keep his balance i got a perfect name he's a he's a saber-toothed wyvern yeah that's, that's what he exactly looks like. what he is yeah that's exactly what he is um because i want to say he's the same level as like rathalos and all them um but yeah i've been i've been having a lot of fun with the event I'll de- i'm definitely gonna get back in and grind more of that out today to get the rest of the weapons and also um it's just the other thing i like about these events too is like it's the, one of the few times because monster hunter the worst thing about monster hunter world i think is the online functionality and just the way the lobbies and stuff work and the matchmaking there's always mm-hmm. errors trying to join lobbies and stuff like that but <laughs> when these are, sorry go ahead no i'm gonna say i may try to join you because that would be a good introduction to get me back in no for sure and i want to say i'm not sure without i think without the um iceborne expansion there's still a lot of content you can do and just event content that they brought back um but i can get beat up by tempered monsters yeah exactly and and (laughs) unlock all that stuff um and basically like around these events is like super easy to find matches like you shoot out a sos flare you got four players in your game like that um so i just love that about the events and it it focuses people all playing the same activities and stuff like that um, which is great um so yeah hype to get back to that and then other than that somehow i don't even know why or how but i finished the uh a certain magical index show you Um, don't know why or how yeah because it's not the best show you know what i mean it's not like it's not something i would really recommend but there's something it's like i don't i don't even i I really can't explain what it is like it's high action which i guess i like there's never really like a a dry moment um from episode to episode um so it feels like each episode is moving along it's not really you're not really i don't i didn't really find myself watching it like uh i can't i can't wait until this episode ends or they need to hurry up and get to the next thing like it always seems like something is going down um which i guess i liked about it but i think the main thing i that is like putting me off is the main character because he's super like (laughs) i was literally about to say how do you feel about the main character (laughs) he's super like i don't i don't know if uninteresting is the word or just like is he too bland yeah i think bland is a good word um because sure he has this whole like bad luck gimmick but it's not really it doesn't stop anything you know it's not really a detractor it doesn't really play a huge role in the story i guess it's just i guess comic relief and stuff like that because he's basically like i can't remember exactly but is he he's some does he have some kind of negation power yeah he's an esper so he's technically a psychic but he's the lowest ranked and they call him the weakest one because he can't actually use real psychic powers but his right hand has the ability to nullify all supernatural abilities like no matter what it is it was kind of like um it kind of reminded me of asta in uh black clover but even asta i think is cooler because they give asta like a sword and he trains and asta can like asta like because he can't use magic he's trained his body to the point where he's so like fast and strong that he just overpowers everything but this guy's just like a kid like he does he doesn't have any special talents um he's not that great of a fighter he's always getting slapped around until he eventually (laughs) lands a punch with his magic destroying hand and then he wins <laughs> out of nowhere <laughs> um and his design isn't that unique either he's just like white shirt black pants black hair 
Um, but other than that, I think it's it's a decent show. Um, that's somehow keeping me watching. Um, I'm not bored, which there's which I a guess lot is good. of it to dig into. So. Yeah, I, and I, there is uh just I'm sorry, just to no, correct from I think last week there is a current season of um uh a certain scientific railgun right now. A second um, season, I right? believe it. No, I think it's season three season. actually. Oh, season three. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that's still ongoing. So that must be a more one of the more popular spinoffs because I know there's the first season of the Accelerator spinoff, and he's a pretty mm-hmm. cool character. Um that I think is way more interesting than the main character. He's like the strongest psychic in the city. Yeah. Um and he he starts off like he you think he's like this super maniacal like deranged maniac who just likes like terrorizing people, but then you come to find out like it's it's kind of a facade. Um but warning, he hangs out with a a comic what I assume is supposed to be a comic relief character that talks in the third person. In the most annoying way possible. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, <laughs> it is that is weird too. Her uh, name's like Mira Mira, and she's like Mira Mira thinks. And yeah. I'm like, you can just say what you're thinking. You don't have to tell us that you're thinking. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that's one of those weird anime quirks. Yeah. Um, that I I kind of just like ignore that type of stuff most of the time, unless it's really like funny or anything like that. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what season two has to offer. I think. Um, but I might look to start another show too, to watch alongside this, just because I I tend to get like unless it's like something like Black Clover, which I really get into, I tend to get bored if it's super long of the same show. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll keep I'll keep you updated on that. I I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. And stop me if you think this belongs in anime corner. Mm-hmm. But I was getting rush caught up by someone on Bordo. And uh. I just kept having these random thoughts. Because I'm like, when you insert... So they're very heavy-handedly keeping these two generations tied together. Right. So, of course, my mind is always going to, you know, what happened after, between the end of Naruto and the beginning of Boruto. And so I was trying to remember... That's actually uh, a series, I think sakura's daughter or yes. i'm sorry not sakura uh, yeah. sasuke's daughter yeah also is sakura's sasuke's daughter. daughter but but it's not biologically her daughter right yeah it is there so there was an episode and this is a slight spoiler but this is kind of a dumb episode where she thinks she's adopted because she looks like another girl and like, yeah but i got confused no sakura's that. actually her daughter uh she her is mother. actually her mother yeah but okay it okay. was just a funny thing because she found out that sasuke used to hang out with this other girl um yeah, i think Karen. her name was karin yeah karin um and so it was like this funny like oh my god is this my real mom dad why didn't you tell me and, and Sakura yeah, just in like in my head no. I'm like did Sasuke just bring a baby home and yeah. Sakura just took care of it like what that would have been a cool twist I think but... that's what I thought okay that's what I've been thinking and then my yeah. other thought was because he was also Rush explaining um the significance of Bordo's like weird Byakugan eye yeah i don't know if i don't know if i haven't gotten far enough to that yet but it does seem to play a huge role later on because i was just gonna say uh i think i told you this before but the very first episode they start off as with boruto already as like an adult and he's got these like weird markings coming from his eye and his eye is activated and he's fighting this dude like that looks basically like sasuke um Mm -hmm. like new age sasuke and it's all dramatic and like he's like oh i'm gonna end the ninja world i hate ninjas i'm gonna kill them all (laughs) and then it go and then immediately goes to kid boruto and we never see that 
that time period again um which is weird the only thing i wanted to say too is like i i was aware because i flashed they do a flash of that like pretty early Mm -hmm. um and i think it is significant that they remind you that you know we do have like naruto is powerful but so is uh hinata yes Um, or at least her lineages yeah but I think it's funny that we had the because very early in the series, there's an episode about his little sister. Yeah, and she and has I'm, the Byakugan. Yeah, and I'm forgetting her name right now. But it's like, isn't it remember. isn't it insinuated that she like snaps, and it's like they yeah, have to like does. shut her down. Yeah, she she snaps her Byakugan activates, and she just starts wrecking everything. Because I'm like, I really need another episode delving into how into powerful. Because I think she's gonna be like psycho powerful i think so too yeah i think she'd probably be stronger than her mother because if Borido is only registering like one biakugan but she can do two now the you thing- know the number of eyes you have in naro is significant so, yeah exactly <laughs> just just as donzo <laughs> exactly yeah um, um but yeah so sorry just need to bring that up because nah, that's cool irking me I'm gonna give it back around to Boruto eventually. Um, hopefully, they don't just give up on the dub, or maybe they will, and then I'll just force myself to watch the sub. I don't know, but I'm interested, I guess, just to see what uh, my boy Naruto's kids kids are up to. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, uh, I want to see them a little bit older. Um, I'm more interested in that shipping in age range. Yeah, than, for sure. Than this like preteen. That's my my biggest problem with the show is that they tease him as a teen or an adult or however old he was and then they're just like, "Nope. We're going to make you wait a thousand episodes before you get back there." <laughs> that that's in <laughs> like, Boruto Shippuden. <laughs> that's so annoying. Like, why did y'all even show me this? Boruto Datubayo. <laughs> that's going to be the next series. Boruto Datubayo. I believe it. Datubayo. I think they love it in Japan. Like I think it's super popular over there. Oh, of course but i don't know we'll see what happens um but you trying to see what's up with the the news what's going on i see this this first line is um i don't know how to feel about this i'm happy about it. i don't know what you're what you talking about i'm not saying i'm not <laughs> happy i just I, I feel too much excitement oh okay shoot cool, i don't I'm want cool it to that. be another cage three you know I, I don't think it'll be that i don't want another kingdom Hearts situation <laughs> so if y'all wondering what we're talking about um so these two no don't tell them don't tell them it's easier if we just no just kidding <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them <laughs> don't tell them don't tell them <laughs> so these two uh i guess they're like uh online retailers called um instant gaming and press start they both leaked sly cooper 5 ps5 listing so this can't be a coincidence right sly cooper 5 is coming not. coming I to ps5 line, unless game. we d- unless it just tells that these sources are stealing from each other yeah that would be funny too um <laughs> but i always say sly cooper is like the swaggiest of all the mascot platformers um so i'm not mad that he's getting and he's he's sly cooper stealth is my favorite stealth it's the only acceptable stuff <laughs> exactly flashlight i see a flashlight i'm gonna walk around the flashlight <laughs> nice and simple um but nice no, I'm, I'm gonna be interested to see what they do like because sly is not like a power intensive game or anything so it, to me that means they got to get more creative with just like how the game's designed and how it plays and stuff like that to make well, it I think modern that that's also like a given um aspect of those games because mm-hmm. you remember like there'd be a lot of sections where you're playing like a, a diverse mini game mm-hmm. um that 
you know, kind of gives you a break from the stealthing sections and the platforming section. So I'd be I, interested to see how they handle the mini game. I do want to say it. something about that, though. I do that not want to play fishing mini game. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. <just> <laughs> we could never beat that. One. Beat that. That thing was hard. Yeah. <sighs> the, I feel like the controls were off or something, though, or like the they were a little something. bit laggy. Um, but I do not want to play as Murray and uh, Franklin <laughs> Why? anymore. I hate those sections. Like, Why? They're so just. I only hated um, the driving ones. With I liked. Murray. Uh, yeah, I like the ones because I'm forgetting the turtle. Franklin. Name. Franklin. I like Franklin sections because it was more like uh, Arkham Knight, like detective type. Yeah. Technology stuff, but the driving Hacking. one is just driving. Yeah, so. it was just weird driving. No biggie. Um, so we'll see what they do with that um one of the games on ps3 that i didn't play or ps4 i forget which it was on but you actually go back and play as the old um all the thieves that you hear about in the first two games which i think is cool um i still want to get around to playing that one the first game still holds up by the way um i platinum that like two years ago (laughs) um on no on it was on ps3 i was gonna say no actually i think it might have been on ps now I might have platinum that game on PS now. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, they threw they threw that up there a while ago. The collection, yeah. Um, but either way, I platinumed it, and it's one of my proudest achievements ever. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, next up, this may not pertain to either of us too much because I don't think either of us played this, but no, uh, EA's rumored to be developing another Knights of the Old Republic remake, um, and this is. I think the Star Wars game that put Bioware on the map in their whole style. I was going like, to say, I think it's RPG. KOTOR 2 that people talk about the most. Yeah, yeah, because um, they're both on mobile, I know. Um, and KOTOR oh, okay. 2 is like a, a better version of 1. Um, and the, the rumor is that this remake is going to be combining both of them into one game and, and all of that. So I think, one, I think this says um, EA knows that we're tired of... of new ips flopping like battlefront 2 and and not that that's a new ip but a new release is flopping like battlefront 2 and anthem and so they're going back to and bringing back a classic to that and and trying to hit people with like nostalgia you know what i mean yeah and plus just with new you know see what they can do with new technology yeah how long ago was the other one made oh my god if you see it it looks like a it looks like a mobile game (laughs) right exactly it looks like a potato um, but potato. yeah <laughs> a little potato but um yeah it's it'll it'll be cool to see i mean i would definitely pick it up if it's in the the classic um not that it'll be made by bioware necessarily but the classic rpg like it still has the choices and the your action shape the world type of thing that those games are known for um and they make it feel modern i would i would play it um because they got some cool characters in that game uh, I forget what the the evil guy's name was that trained um uh that trained um God who's that trained Palpatine I think it was the guy that trained Palpatine Oh wow um, or something like that I'm not a Star Wars, huge Star Wars fan so y'all can <laughs> tell me if I'm wrong I'm probably wrong um and then this next story got me uh super duper hype so Netflix is making a Witcher anime by the Legend of Korra and Voltron studio, Studio Mir, called Nightmare of the Wolf. And if y'all know, hot take, if I haven't said it before on here, Korra is the superior Avatar series. <laughs> Not going into this with you. Y'all can fight. Y'all can fight. We're about to have this clash. We're about to have this clash. Because we can, because I'll, I'll die on this hill. 
Korra is just better. Like, in what ways? Every so, Korra is a deeper character than Aang for sure. Aang is just there to make the characters around him look better. Um, the the every single villain in Korra is more fleshed out, better than Ozai. Um, except for one of them, the the dark spirit from the second season, but that's the only downside of Korra. Um, the animation is just flat out better it's just more modern it's crisper it's it's more fluid um uh not that avatar didn't age well cora was way too aggressive first of all in what that's why she kept having uh, in life she was zuko she was literally zuko that's what but you cannot be you can't be zuko and be the avatar why can't you the, the, the the purpose of the avatar is to unite all of the benders and to have a shared understanding of everyone's perspective. Korra would get right. too emotional. Now, now I'm saying this, I'm just being devil's advocate here. Because mm-hmm. I also very much liked... Now, if we were comparing sagas, of course I like Korra's saga better. What do you mean because by you saga? Get to, like, just it, her, series? Her, her series versus okay. Aang series. Because, yeah, of course, I like Korra's series better because I get to see the fallout of Aang series. Exactly. And you get to see... You get to see... The result of Aang's leadership as an adult, right, and what it led to, and how everyone else had to deal with the fact that this this entity was gone, right, because he was the most peaceful entity exactly. in all of Avatar. He was like the Avatar of Avatars, right? Like he was yeah. textbook Avatar. This is what Avatar is supposed to do, kind of, sorta, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he grew into that eventually, I'll say, yeah. Um, but I think what's cool about that in Korra is that you don't get to choose to be the avatar right you just no. wake up one day so i think that highlights that like cora didn't ask to be the avatar she just was born with these powers and and that doesn't mean she's like automatically going to be a perfect human like she's still a, in this series she's a teenage girl she has to deal with all of whatever comes with that and and yeah but like cora had all her people like ang had nobody he was literally the last airman yeah and it was like so he had to discover what airbending meant on his own without any assistance. That's true. And then he had to figure out all the other bending, be, be it through the assistance of his friends. That's true. But I'm just saying, like Cora had, like her in her time when she was born, all of the benders existed. Like mm-hmm. if she needed to learn airbending, she had someone to teach her airbending. Well, if she needed to learn firebending, she had someone to teach her firebending. She had two were, people to teach her firebending. Were there airbenders at the start? Yeah, Aang's, Aang's children were the only they could air. Okay, they were the only ones. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. it was. And then, yeah, they had the revolution thing later, but yeah. it's like, yeah, she had Tenzin, she had Aang's that's son right. yeah. to teach her airbending. That's right. Um, And I thought I thought it was a cool flip that that was the one element that she couldn't master. Um, But she immediately, like, as a child, she, she has no the peace. <laughs> yeah, she has no peace. That's what I'm saying. Like, she needs that. She needed to round out the tranquility in her personality to be able to master the airbending. But absolutely, that's just that's just my little debate. Sorry, I gotta go in when you say that because I do like Cora, but I still no, Aang is beloved. Look, Aang I'm is not, a saint. He's a saint. I'm not saying Avatar <laughs> One is bad by any. Avatar no, no, One no, is a no. classic. Like it's a classic. A classic but sure. I'm just saying Cora is like the the cora is your airbender cora is the ps4 avatar. to the ps3 <laughs> and the ps3 is avatar and the ps4 is cora you know what i'm saying well if P- if cora is the ps4 then ang is ps now 
Oh God, no! Don't disrespect him like he's that. A, no, he's everlasting. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, PS Now is getting shut down. Hopefully, get that out of here. <laughs> what? We don't want that. I want backwards compatibility. Love, no, that's what PS Now is. Yeah, but you gotta pay a subscription to stream laggy games. Not. Oh I'm, my God. I'm being. I'm well, being. Ex- isn't I'm that like? But. Isn't that like tapping into the Avatar Force? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you gotta pay that penance. You gotta meditate, <laughs> and you can only briefly get. <laughs> the essence. The essence. <laughs> Such a weird comparison. You know when they do that meditation so they can speak to their past the versions spirits. of themselves. Yeah. yeah, that's what that is. That's it's funny. PS now. <laughs> PS now. <laughs> Get PS now out of here, man. And you pay for it with the loss of your soul. Okay. Oh God. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, we didn't even oh, you didn't even say I, how you felt about it. Oh, so my question Tangent. is, uh, why flood? Why are we uh, flooding the market now with Witcher? You know um, exactly why. Ne- Witcher is the, it, Netflix's biggest series in the last what two three years. Now, if this is like a loving, uh, like a Castlevania type um, approach, uh, I think the same way be. they did the animated Castlevania, I'll be happy. It's a movie too, by the way. It's not like a another series. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's just yeah. a movie. Um, I'll definitely check that out. And I I have faith in Netflix when it comes to their animation because they and this studio when it comes to their animation specifically because I have no doubt they're gonna go all out. And I think I might even enjoy this more than the than the live action show just because of how I'm wired. So don't make don't make Henry Cavill sad. <laughs> what you mean? Oh, <laughs> just like he's been, he's been getting love finally. I was like, don't make him don't sad. Don't make him sad. Yeah, he's trying to put Superman behind him. Um, but I'm sure DC is going to try to bring that back too. <laughs> 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 and then, um, so next up, there's a fun. This is a funny story. I just had to throw this on here. So a random dude in a Portland airport plugged his PS4 into the airport TV because he had to play Apex Legends. And then airport security walked up to him and told him to stop. And he said, hold up, guys. Can I finish this game? And they were like, no, you cannot. And he obliged and peacefully turned off his PlayStation. (laughs) So I'm assuming he just had his PlayStation with him while he was traveling. Yeah. And he decided to plug it into a nearby tv and i'm assuming he somehow connected it to the wi-fi as well in the airport (laughs) now i don't see what the security guard's problem was i don't see why they couldn't just let him finish his game you know what i mean like yeah now i have a i have a personal experience story to back this up Uh uh-oh uh and my friend sent me a picture for proof and it happened it happened near you brother um oh really so when my friend down she lives down in um raleigh north carolina and she was she was in a starbucks Mm -hmm. and so she sends me a picture and she's like dude you'll never believe what this dude is doing and she's (laughs) she sends me a couple photos of a dude bringing a 50 inch tv into a starbucks 50 inches he carried it in by himself by himself puts it up on like they had one of those like window bars where it's like a you know like a wood plank that goes the length of the wall he puts Mm -hmm. it up there and he plugs everything in so that he can play his his call of duty what there's so many questions there one <laughs> and my only thought is free internet question mark because <laughs> that's a lot of effort to play a game so i'm guessing that had to be his only tv that he owned otherwise why bring the biggest tv you have that's my first question 
you're saying he could have he could have ported a smaller monitor he, into absolutely the restaurant. absolutely second question <laughs> ps um was it not ps now but um P- playstation has a remote play that's what it is where if you own a laptop which i'm sure he probably did because everybody owns a laptop in 2020 he could have just brought spent. a controller opened his laptop like a normal person and connected to the laptop and played maybe he spent his laptop money on a tv in a playstation <laughs> the idea that this man is just hauling this tv around like through like just through the front door tv in both arms backpack on hooks it all up and i was just like because i think she said he was there for a while so i don't know if the management just didn't say anything to him or, yeah. or just wanted to see the <laughs> what was gonna happen i have no That's, idea my um so. to make this funnier i'm just gonna say he was trying to like escape his wife at home <laughs> <laughs> she was nagging him about playing call of duty so he was like you know what i'm leaving and he just rips oh. the tv out the wall and carries you're it. giving him too much respect i'm gonna say his parents his parents cut <laughs> his off parents. his internet connection That's even better. and this was his way of getting back at them saying you're not gonna stop me i'm taking the whole i'm just TV. gonna go to the starbucks <laughs> i'm taking the whole tv yo that's hilarious you did you say she took a picture yeah, I had a picture of it on my phone. This was oh, like man. a year or two ago, but I so seen funny. this other story just reminded me of, of like how outrageous that was. That would make my day. The, the lengths people go to, man. Just get a Game switch. The length. Just get man. a switch. Like that's my answer to all. Maybe these he did because maybe like switch. the switch had just come out probably when he did that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's too funny. Um, and then this next one is interesting. So I don't know if you saw this, but uh joe biden uh i don't know if he's still a presidential candidate or not um (laughs) did an interview with new york times and he quote called silicon valley game devs little creeps who make games that teach you how to kill people (laughs) (laughs) how do you feel about mr biden joe biden's always saying some stuff out the side of his neck because he's ninety thousand years old we can't (laughs) hate on joe because he he came from our state but he did but i heard some other stuff and then i i think joe might be a little racist too <laughs> oh, i don't know no. if he's just old school or don't he, say he that might be a little his, racist. his son hugged me don't say that really his yeah. son might be cool but uh, his pops he's might dead, be a little so racist it's okay oh no joe bo biden is dead i'm sorry bo yeah i'm gonna name my son after him man that. that's how cool he is but yeah joe but yeah i don't he's old man he's what do you old. say old people say weird shit <laughs> they do yeah. i don't know what to tell you that's funny little um, creeps who make games that teach you that's wild yeah. <laughs> that's wild. Um, like well, i know not, you have grandkids or something that play he's video definitely games. not gonna get the millennials vote with that yeah. kind of stuff yeah joe joe i'm sorry but you gotta you gotta get out of here with that you gotta get out of here with that um and then next up we have a leftover from from last week um less news and more of a what would you call this like a listicle discussion yeah a listicle a listicle um you want to take this one um sure so is this link important should i go to this link uh it's just a full list if you want to look over the full list and see if there's anything of interest to you yeah um, i know i, I tried to one. so this is a list uh, i just came across as i was browsing for some news and it was the most anticipated games of 2020 mm-hmm. um and so i thought it was just a nice little uh compiled list of content mm-hmm. and I'm i just threw some it. games up here that i thought might be interesting to both of us some of them we have talked about on the show before uh just from various releases and things mm-hmm. like that but uh the first thing up here is animal crossing new horizon and i this? keep going 
I'm sorry. Are you getting this? I don't. I keep going back and forth because I'm like, I don't know if I can capture that same experience that I had uh, when I played the original Animal Crossing. Because I did play on the DS a little bit, but I didn't play as much as I played the original game. New Leaf was good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah. But um, the one of the things that, that was interesting about the original game is that, you know, since you didn't have online connectivity, mm-hmm. um, you had the ability to connect your Game Boy Advance to your GameCube and right. then your character could actually leave the town. Right. Um, and that was a way that you could get like new fruits and things that sold for higher values in, in the shop and things like that. So mm-hmm. you could just expand your gameplay a little then bit. Peaches. Yeah. Then Peaches was cash out. <laughs> um, but th- this one, looking at this one to me, I think personally for me, they may have added a little bit too much of the building and crafting. I, that was going to be my next point. Yeah. I'm like, I'm concerned about the whole like Direction. crafting aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think me, for me personally, I liked Animal Crossing for the one, the collection aspect of it, and two, the, um, just the, I guess, uh, home decoration. It was, Is that what it was the first, it? for me too, it was like the first, like, you got to come back to this every day. Yeah, that too. So That's it was true. like the the actual, what do you call that, real time. Yeah, it had re- the real time real aspect of it, of, yeah. of like, you know, your character is waking up when you wake up mm-hmm. and things like that. And nighttime events, And if you're events, gone for you a couple days, all your plants are going to die. Yeah, cockroaches are going to be in your crib. Yep. <laughs> you got to find them all, move all your furniture around. You got to kill those bugs or awesome. nobody's going to come visit you. Yeah. But yeah, so I'll be curious. Um, Cause yeah, and then yeah, checking the shops. The shops would change every mm-hmm. day, so you'd wake up the, on Monday and mm-hmm. it'd be a different than what was there on Sunday. Yeah. Um. So, but we'll see. We'll I see think co-op is really cool. The fact that it's four-player co-op now. Yeah. Um. But I just don't want to build a whole island. Like I'm not trying to be that creative in Animal Crossing. No. My yeah, island I just would wanna, be so very formulaic. <laughs> I want to. I want to have a weird fishing contest with my friend exactly that's all i want to do so you can catch the most red snappers go to my friend's house and put cockroaches in their house (laughs) (laughs) you just put all your cockroaches in those in the tanks yeah (laughs) welcome to my cockroach house (laughs) that'd be gross (laughs) yeah i want to display all my fish that i captured and my bugs that i captured collect my nes games they should put snes games in this one because that's no, they should put N64 games in this one because that's the only way they're ever going to re-release them, I'm sure. <laughs> I want my weird little furniture with uh, the TikTok faces. My KK Slider music. I love KK Slider. Next game on the list. Uh, this game. <laughs> Where's that big red stamp? Delight. Um, this is the Avengers game from Square Enix. And mm. uh, is it I- Eidos? Or is, no, Crystal oh, Dynamics. The, yeah, Crystal. Crystal Dynamics. Mm-hmm. Tomb Raider um, Studio. Really high resolution. That's the one where you see uh, you're flying from the perspective of like Iron Man and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that got delayed till September um, yeah. of 2020. That's another one I'm is, skeptical about too. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I'm curious about it because I haven't played a um, a licensed game like this in a, probably since spider-man and spider-man was amazing to me yeah but yeah spider-man's a hard game to beat because they've been doing that good for years now yeah um but i feel like with avengers i feel like i think they might be trying to stretch a little too thin with like the systems because they have the iron man flying 
they have the the which i know isn't going to be better than like anthem flying the best thing about anthem um then they have the uh, black widow combat which looks like batman arkham knight combat which probably isn't going to be good as batman arkham knight combat and then they have the thor hammer throw which looks like the god of war axe throw which probably isn't going to feel as good as you know what i mean like i feel like they're trying to add too many different elements but they might not necessarily all feel as good as the games that focus on those. I'm hoping though, maybe the delay will make them make the combat more like the last Spider-Man. That's what I'm hoping for too. Yeah. Um, and they got this weird, uh, uh, was it shared world, not shared world, but like co-op online live service thing about it. You know what I'm talking about? No. What's so, it allow you to do? So you know how destiny is like, it's the base game and then they have like updates that add things over time and and it's a grow like they add mission story missions over time and they add characters over time and they have stats and and loot it's a it's a loot based game they're saying this mm-hmm. this avengers game is a loot based game oh, okay okay um so i don't know it's it just seems like a collage of a lot of different things games as a service, service that's the, service. yeah that's the that's the that's the word gross um the next game i'm super hyped for though yeah um, i'm gonna let you talk about this one because i think you're more hyped about this than i am so yeah cyberpunk uh 2077 this one also got delayed from april till september um they also said they want need a little bit more time to to make sure the quality is right which i'm not mad about um i don't mind waiting a little bit longer because i'm just scared that this is becoming an ultra detailed outer worlds <laughs> considering yeah. i could bear, i was too intimidated to step into that gigantic oh it's gonna be uh, massive it's i'm gonna be scared massive. of like the way this is turning into like basically uh just be a person in this world yeah. is definitely intimidating me like i think they're actively trying to top the size of witcher 3 which is <laughs> scary at the same time that's but also like terrifying it is um this is that, that that turns into the type of game that people lose their lives in absolutely so Um, we're going to be seeing articles of people getting fired from their job and losing (laughs) their families and lawsuits shoot i might be that person depending (laughs) on how good it is the last game for me like that i think that was really like that was skyrim you're gonna um, start checking in your work from home as your avatar in cyberpunk (laughs) they're gonna be like who who's this red hawk t20 why is he (laughs) submitting work for tyler (laughs) (laughs) don't worry about it that's me (laughs) like i don't know his avatar is a uh tan skinned man with a red mohawk i don't (laughs) know who this person is <laughs> nah, they, nah, first they better have dreads in this game i'm gonna say it right now cd project it's 2020 and pokemon has cornrows y'all better have dreads and like some decently good dreads in this game that is that should be the like the tagline that you give to every new character creator pokemon, pokemon has, has cornrows. cornrows guys get it together <laughs> i'm saying if nintendo uh, can be progressive anybody can Tell that to um. Tell that to Dauntless too. Wait, does Dauntless have bad hair? I've been, no, I've been... but it doesn't have doesn't have cornrows. <laughs> oh, damn, Dauntless, come on! I think it doing? does have dreads though. Yeah, I think my character has like the fade, fade every, on the sides. Every caveman inspired game has dreads. Which I don't if know you how to feel about, about that. That's <laughs> because <laughs> well, this just happened from not taking care of your right. <laughs> What what game was I just talking about like last week that had really really good dreads? Uh, was it uh, was it um Outer Worlds? 
Not Outer Worlds. Because there was a character in there that had Outer Worlds does have really good black hairstyles, though. But there's a game... Uh, what? Dang. I don't know. If it comes to me, I'll, I'll, I'll say it, but... It was, it was another game that had really good black hairstyles that I can't remember right now. Dang, I wish I could remember. Um... But then we got another one I'm super hyped for, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Also delayed. Yes. <laughs> but this time, this Sad one's only been face. delayed for a month. Only a month. Yeah, yeah. this one I'm actually hyped to play, especially after playing 15. Will this be your first time playing 7? Yes. In any form? Okay. I am not, because I was like, you know, I played a bunch of Pokemon games as kids. I had yeah. a very limited uh, attention RPG. span for text boxes. <laughs> and Meanwhile, there's a that's lot all of- I played. Dumb conversations that take place in Final Fantasy Seven. So, yeah. my main thing with the original Seven, like today, is just how like pointy the characters are. <laughs> just, everything's like a weird polygon. Yeah, I don't like that. It, it gives me the wrong. It gives me a bad vibe. Um, so hopefully this one will be be awesome and delay will make it better. Um, I just wish I just, most of the game hadn't been spoiled already because I'm like I know everything that happens and I've never touched the game yeah um so maybe they'll add some stuff too who knows and then i really don't know much about uh the next one yeah i don't i just put it on here because uh, i remember the time uh that i kind of got back into gaming when i was a little older so i was probably like uh 17 18 mm-hmm. and i was playing portal 2 and everyone kept asking me how i played half-life and i'm like i have no idea what half-life is mm-hmm. and so i know that half-life has an extreme um what's the word fan base uh that and like its significance on the creation of games after it Mm -hmm. first um the tech with the technology yeah first person shooters so and i know uh people have been screaming for a half-life 3 for a very long time it's never happening give up <laughs> but I don't think I think that, and that's what I think it says in the article. Um, if you read the larger article, is that mm-hmm. it, there is the possibility is not impossible. No, it's um, super but... impossible. That was never made a three ever, ever. They've literally but... never never made a three. Portal two, Left 4 Dead two, Half Life two. They've literally never made a three. But Half Life Alex <laughs> would be a new installment in that series for now, people this... who are looking for a three. Is it a VR game? Cause I don't, I don't why, think I so. I thought it was a VR game. Okay. I don't think it is. Okay. It's good if it's not, because I was hoping it's not. So now I might actually pay more attention to it. Yeah, it definitely doesn't um, say... Oh, wait. Uh, oh, no, you're right. It's being released exclusively on PC VR headsets in March. Sorry! Mm, yes, it's VR. Mm, Valve. <laughs> and on. next we have Ori and the Will. <laughs> you got this one in all caps. That's how it was in the article. <laughs> oh, I thought you were just super hype about it. I nope. Like, what? <laughs> I had a feeling you would think that, but I was just like, no, I'm just going to copy. <laughs> like, it's all caps. So That's hilarious. But, um, but yeah, I wanted to tell you very quickly uh, before mm. you go into this. Uh, so for those who are unaware, uh, George Lucas's plans post episode six. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally when he still had ownership of the empire of star Wars was that he was was going to, no, he he was going to go into the, uh, the actual, I guess, science behind what makes a Jedi, a Jedi and what, yeah, the midichlorians. And it was going to be called the will of the wisp. Oh man. Nah. Yeah. 
So like, maybe there's a tie in the Star Wars. No, just kidding. Oh, yeah, the Ori whips out a but lightsaber. Yeah, it, the Wisp, I think, were supposed to be the actual uh, like microscopic entities that make up the power of the Force in people. But anyway, uh, interesting. Just um, a side note. I wasn't gonna say much about this. I'm. I played a little bit of Ori in the Blind Forest. Um, I may get back to it uh, sooner or later. But it's a it's a very pretty game. It's a pretty standard Metroidvania and. Will of the Wisps is probably just going to be a sequel to whatever happened in Ori 1. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing. Um, Persona 5 Scramble? Is that the so Dynasty I threw Warriors this one? up here. Yes. Okay. This is the one. This is the... Uh, what it I sounds like a puzzle say. game. I don't know oh, why Musha. they picked that title. Uh, this is the Musou Musha. Musha. Musha game. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, for anyone who uh, listens to podcasts for a while, I really get hype on Warriors games. Um, yeah. I played Hyrule Warriors for like 200 hours. Um, and That's a lot of hours. That was my that was the longest Warriors game. And I really like the Attack on Titan uh, Warriors game too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so looking forward to this will be my, prob- my probable return to the Persona series. I um, love Persona 5. I did enjoy playing 5. I didn't I never finished it. I don't know if I'll go back to finish it um because it's just repetitive to me at this point, but what? I did enjoy the style and the I some I think the story was just weak for me. What? That's all. But I enjoyed what? the everything else about it. What I don't what? you know I don't get the whole like Japanese social pressure thing cuz we don't really like but we have that heroes. in America but they're, <laughs> they're superheroes. They are dumb kids that go around what? yelling about how they're the phantom thieves at all points of the day when they know that people are hunting for them. And then they dive into your brain and make you confess your crimes forcefully. <laughs> oh, and the main character is a juvenile. It's so it's so Japanese. It is. So Japanese. Um, but that was actually that was my game of the year over Breath of the Wild that year. Yeah, I I can believe that. I, again, it was strong. Like it got me through ninety percent of the game on just its style alone. I have a Persona tattoo so, on my hand. But I have to say, <laughs> as somebody who doesn't like um, turn-based fighting so much, uh, I I like the Pokemon. action, the action aspect. Yes, pretty yeah. much just Pokemon. And that's what I like um, about the Musou games because they are really good at adapting slower games to that their style basically like with zelda like they made they made uh impa look like her moveset and stuff was awesome in that game like and zant and and ganon and all them like they made them so like cool and animated out and i look forward to seeing like yeah the 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 minions uh Mm. so to speak in this game because there's a lot of interesting uh creature designs in persona 5 for sure um hype about it dope and then i added this next one on here um ghost of tsushima I actually don't remember when it's coming out or if there's a date yet for it. Um, I think it got pushed back uh, for probably towards the end of this year. Um, but Samurai Games, I love I love Feudal Japan. I love anything set in Feudal Japan. Um, so that, that alone is, I'm in when I see that. And it's by um, the people who made uh, Cole. Who's Cole? Cole, Cole, Cole. Infamous. It's by the people okay. who did Infamous, so that tells me that probably the mobility that is going to be really the, fun. Yeah, I was going to say that explains the swift mobility of the character. Yeah, and you playing as a ninja, you got to have good mobility. Um, so I'm interested to see just like a lot of the 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 like um, things people were putting against this game was that it was announced right after Sekiro came out and won Game of the Year and all that, and how yeah. are they going to differentiate from that? 
um is this game going to be super hard is it going to be uh precise combat dodging and all that stuff is it going to be a pure action game like i'm just curious about to see what they do with that aspect do of you it. think it needs to compare to, to sekiro like gameplay wise yeah i think just the fact that it's a third person action game like it's just it has to i don't think yeah. it has to like it's in the same exact genre you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so unless they do some type of drastic change um before they show another gameplay i think yeah that's their biggest that's going to be the biggest bar that people are like oh it's not as it's not sekiro though like i think that might be the main thing that holds it back because sekiro also has really good mobility it makes you feel like a ninja it's got a grappling hook um so i don't know we'll see but i'm still excited nonetheless i don't i don't i don't delve into these suffering samurai games <laughs> i love samurais <laughs> man i'm taking enough i'm taking enough souls pain re- recently uh-oh i haven't heard about uh i haven't heard any updates from you on it recently yeah i did back in recently and it was very okay. painful uh, but we'll talk about that another time cool, cool. <laughs> i lost twenty thousand souls it hurt really oh, bad no. um next <laughs> <laughs> we got a doom eternal um sequel to doom 2016 which was a really 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 fun first person shooter um it was kind of one of those not too much story to it but the gameplay was just so good that it's like you just hop in shoot some demons and it's just fun like it, I don't yeah know if what you else want you. big explosions in action and it you don't care so much about the realisticness of it mm-hmm. it's good constant movement constant like jumping ducking strafing like you're not sitting in one place ever um so i think that's dope yeah i, I could know. i ex- expect continued success from them mm-hmm and then the one and only Xbox game that I will ever be hype about, um, I put on here, Halo Infinite. Um, I'm just curious to see what they're going to do, because Halo's been getting admittedly stale. Um, I think it peaked at Halo 3. Um, Halo 5 was a nice little little mini resurgence, but still don't think it lives up to the fun and th- that I had back in Halo 3 days. So. Yeah, Master Chief Collection is strong. Yeah, That's all I'll say super strong um i and i just want to see with infinite how because i feel like they got to shake up the formula but they can't try to change the base gameplay too much the way they did with four by and and reach by adding like armor abilities and all this nonsense that people don't like in the end um so i think they need to figure out how to keep the core gameplay fun while still it's not what i come it. to halo for yeah ain't nobody trying to energy shield like get out of here i just want to shoot and and dodge and it'd be like how good am i aiming and shooting is what i want it to come down to yeah um but hopefully the story is good i'm sure it's gonna look amazing and we'll see what they do to, to i want to shoot up. grunts and have them pop into confetti ah! and, and hear little kids go yeah that was my favorite <laughs> yeah birthday party skull is mandatory <laughs> uh, but yeah that's all from that list i did look over the other ones um re3 <laughs> is coming yeah. still i feel like we've talked about that a lot so that's why i didn't put it on here yeah are you hyped for this yakuza game i am i still haven't delved into that series yet but i've watched it a lot mm-hmm. um so it's always entertaining to watch and it's i think it's just one of those games that like um the way uh assassin's creed was i'd say up until like three um, oh, okay. with its with your ability to come back and do the same things and have it still be entertaining mm-hmm. for sure for sure so yeah that's uh that's that and then you anime? got any anime for us this week um so i did watch my hero 
Um, and you said you're, you're you're cool with me talking about it a little bit. Yeah, go ahead and break it down because uh, I basically have read into the next arc and beyond. So okay, you won't be spoiling anything for me. So spoilers for for the audience who haven't um, seen the latest My Hero episode yet. Um, here's your warning. Um, but basically, this was kind of a and I, I just want to start off by saying My Hero, I think, does a good job of even in their wind down episodes, they tease just enough to like, oh, there's still there's still a lot to come that we got to get to. Yeah. Um, so basically, this is one of those wind down episodes. Um, let me see. We we start off with with uh, there's this really cool scene with with uh, Deku talking to Mirio and, and Mirio's. He so first he Deku walks in the hospital room and surprised to see Mirio like doing some weird exer the exercise where you like he's like standing on his neck on the bed <laughs> and he's doing like bicycle kicks with his feet. Oh god yeah. <laughs> and he's like got this giant smile on his face and he just looks over with his like dot eyes at Deku and he's just <laughs> like, Hey, what's up? And Deku's all sad. He's like, What what's going on in here? And he's and basically Mirio is like, Look, there's no reason to be sad. Um Deku offers to give him his power, uh, one for all. Um or yeah, one for all. Yeah, the guilt the guilt of uh Night Eye wanting uh Mirio. all might successor to be mirio is very very heavily felt after his death yeah um by deku and Deku's a very like he feels a lot of emotion in general like he holds himself accountable for everything yeah um which is part of the reason all might chose him in the first place exactly um and Mirio's basically like nah man it's all good like no matter what i'm still gonna be a great hero night i said so there's a couple of options i have for possibly getting my powers back so i'm gonna try those if those don't work it still doesn't matter because we saw when i fought overhaul yeah, i just punched him in the face and common writer a plus yeah um so that scene i thought was really cool uh, i like their relationship deku and mirio and i like how mirio mirio is almost becoming like a almost like a mentor like a big brother yeah to deku and i i like that um and then he's a hard character to hate yeah for sure um and then we see what's going on with uh warp gate uh, i forget his actual name <laughs> but he's out in the forest somewhere going to meet with um an unknown that we didn't know about before uh what do you call it subordinate of all for one mm-hmm. um and it's this giant colossus dude who i guess is his just, name called Gi- Gi- giant giant machia or something something Gigan- like that it's like giganto machia or something is yeah giganto machia and he's this giant brute basically he doesn't seem super smart or anything but he's just a big destructive force they call him um and essentially i think they capture warp gate warp gate it's grand torino and the police they capture warp gate and barely escape after taking some damage and they're basically like okay this big giant looming threat is still out there um and we didn't know all for one had another subordinate out there so um i'm interested interested to see what that ends up turning into just because he seems he seems powerful, yeah, but he doesn't seem like he seems more of just like a pawn, and not really like a successor, like uh, to Tamura. Yeah, he's just a a big. He literally brute. is he's just, just a muscle. weapon. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that that was pretty interesting. That's like one of those teases I was talking about that where it's like um things are still kind of happening, and then I think the last thing of note is basically um we're about to see 
we see Shoto and Kachan and they're about to go into some form of training and Endeavor is going to be there to watch. Um, <laughs> and so I think we're going to probably get more uh, dynamic between Endeavor and Shoto pretty soon. Um, My I also boy, like the, the sorry, forever yeah. number two hero. <laughs> even even though he's number one now he's still he he's can't always close number that two gap. yeah he can't close that gap because the first thing he said he saw all my he ran into all mine and he was like oh what's up former number one <laughs> <laughs> such <laughs> a douche like oh you're salty because <laughs> um, even he was salty about the way that he ascended to number one you mm-hmm. know because he didn't want it to be the all, all might just powers. retiring yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah he's definitely still salty about a lot um he's got a lot of hate in his heart um but i i also like how these in between episodes they always have like the heroes doing training which is kind of a way to like keep the action up yeah um so i'm hyped for next episode still we still got basically half a season and they changed the op but oh nice um it's very colorful now i'll check that out i don't out. know how i feel about the song yet but it, it is very colorful they I haven't like the i don't know like the first four openings of my hero were like all bangers for me seasons and you mean right the first four e- seasons. no the first four ops oh just in general in general okay. yeah and then after the fourth one like they haven't been hitting me as hard yeah they i can probably say the same like they've been skips for me lately um, yeah like the first four were on a playlist for me is what mm-hmm. i'm saying the yeah. Set, yeah the other ones i'm like yeah it just sounds like anime i want to say what two is still my favorite i think yeah like two is the one yeah. peace so peace sign yeah we'll see what happens with that um but not much else happened in the episode um i'm just curious did i talk about uh darwin's game or id invaded last week no i cannot I remember. remember not that i um, remember so i watched watched a couple anime uh last week also that i don't think i had time to mention mm-hmm. uh this past week so i apologize if this i apologize if i'm repeating myself because <laughs> i don't i don't think you did i really don't it. think you did but um the first one i wanted to talk about that seemed pretty interesting because you know uh much like the isekai, gen- isekai genre uh the death game genre uh runs thick uh in the anime and so I came upon this new one that just came out this season called Darwin's Game. Mm-hmm. Um, and this has an interesting twist so far, which in that the game that they're playing is on their phones and it's like a gotcha Ooh. game. Oh, wow. So it's got them like spending money to get bonuses and, and things like that. And it's basically I don't it's not a battle royale, but it's basically um the characters get notifications on their phone that a battle is about to take place. Mm-hmm. And it's a time battle usually between the two characters. Um, and they basically like some of them have weapons that they've got they've acquired through the the app. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are just fighting because they don't know that they're in the game yet. Oh gosh. Um, and of course, this happens in the dumbest way possible where the main character, uh, one of his you see there's a scene in the very beginning where there's like this panda guy who's wearing like a panda mascot head uh mm-hmm. chasing this guy around and the panda has the ability to turn invisible Ooh. and so the guy that he's fighting uh the one who's running from him has like this box cutter that the best way i can explain it's a box it cutter. yeah it's like a box cutter but like he can sling it out like it's like a chain oh a what? blades 
And so, so like, he gets cornered by the panda, and he can't see the panda. Like, we can see it, because they're doing, like, this weird, hazy, invisible effect, but the guy can't see it. Right, right. And so he's just wildly slinging around this box cutter, <laughs> and the panda ends up, like, being, like, getting close enough to slit his neck. Jesus. And so then the next day, uh, the main character that we're introduced to, uh, he's notified that his friend has gone missing. And his other friend, their other friend comes into class and he's like, you know, I don't know where so-and-so is. And then mm. they see on the the new friend's phone that there's this app. So then the guy's like, Darwin's game, what's that? Immediately downloads it as his friend is like, no, in like slow motion. And he presses uh, the download button. <laughs> so if you have the app, you're basically just, you're in the game. Yeah, because as soon those. as he downloads the app, like a snake comes out of his phone and bites his neck and says he signed like a blood contract. Jesus Christ. Um. So he is really like that. (laughs) Oh my god! I just I watched another movie that I didn't even called Countdown, and it was literally an app that like counts down to your death. It was a terrible movie, but yeah, it was uh, technology. But anyway, um, so yeah, he he gets pulled into the game, and like everyone in the game has a sigil, which is their special ability. Mm -hmm. Um, and his special ability is to like manifest things it's Mm. it's kind of unclear because he gets sent to the nurse's office after the snake bite because he feels weird and when he go he he has to sign a paper to get out of the nurse's office he goes to grab the pen and Mm. the pen like duplicates but he does he's not aware of it because the pen like rolls under a counter or something when he grabs it the nurse like goes and sees another pin on the floor and then all of a sudden there's two pins so you're like okay can he like duplicate things like what's his ability yeah um but then later, uh, he kind of gets sucked into a fight, and he realizes he has, like, the ability to, like, manifest uh, weapons that he needs wow, that's uh, cool. in times of crisis, Sounds I guess. Sounds convenient. Yeah, so it's interesting fights, because um, everybody has, like I said, different abilities, and some people have been playing the game much much longer than others mm-hmm. um, and, uh, like, for the panda, for instance, takes, like, a sick joy in playing the game. Yeah, I just um, googled it. He looks like a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> he looks they like call that guy. Banda the panda. Oh my um, gosh. And the way that people die in this is interesting cuz it's like they get like they get like brick blocked away, like cubes start forming on their body and like it just cuts chunks out of their body and oh, they disappear. Jesus. Yeah. Um but so far it's been interesting cuz the the fights that are happening and you don't know who's controlling this other than like people are watching the fights happen from somewhere it's the silicon valley creeps yeah exactly (laughs) because it is like this i think it is like this greasy guy that's like arranging stuff in the background but um (laughs) greasy yeah so that's ongoing and i'll probably continue uh watching that uh as the character develops because he's just now realizing like his abilities and Mm. uh his power to change this and so he's kind of at that point where it's like am i gonna play the game or am i gonna try try and change yeah i'm gonna add this Um, to my watch list and then the other one i watch uh this one was very uh i guess it's a bit dark uh Mm. but it's also kind of like a thriller Mm. uh it's called id like capital i capital d and then invaded Mm. and it's about a detective who i think is also a criminal uh Hmm. that dives into the mind of serial killers to solve murders before or as they are happening interesting um and you're they're very vague uh i would say i watched two or three episodes and they're very 
vague on the background of the main character. Gotcha. Um, you're kind of just given hints as to what go- went on with him because you're told that like people can't people can't dive into the minds of serial killers unless there's something wrong with them also. Okay. Um, and so you're kind of given hints that something happened to his family, but you don't know exactly what. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so far uh, the serial killers are pretty sick. Um, the first dude that you're introduced to that he uh is chasing is a it's like a guy who he has like this giant think of like a sh- wood face looking dude uh yeah he has like it like it looks like a prince zuko scar yeah i'm looking yeah, at him right now and he has like a drill hole in his head yeah and oh so he he drilled a, a hole in his own head and so then he's <laughs> he says that the air that blows through the hole allows him to think clearly and he's going around drilling holes in other people's head because he's interested in the people that survive the hole being drilled into their head jesus so those are the types of serial killers you're dealing with in this show wow um and the main character it's really weird because when he dives he Mm -hmm. has no awareness of who he is so every time he dives he has to figure out who he is and then what's happening around him like he loses his memory yeah, like, he loses his memory, and the weird thing is, like, he dives into different people's minds, but he always sees this, he'll be in a room, and he'll see this one girl who's already dead, mm-hmm. and he goes, he'll go, I know her name, her name's Kairu, and mm-hmm. then he'll go, now I remember my name, my name's Sakamoto, or something like that, uh. and so then it, it's like, and he's like, I'm the greatest, like, I'm the greatest detective, I have to solve this murder, and mm-hmm. so he starts figuring out where he is and what the serial killer is by going through this like repetitive memory loop Uh. but yeah every time he dives um and he can die in the serial killer's mind they have to pull him out and every but yeah every time he dives he has to repeat this memory process that's kind of interesting but yeah i'm more interested in like his background uh i hope they go into that soon because it's like yeah he i'm sure it's oh they the other thing is like when so they'll catch the serial killer um and they'll bring them back and it's like he's locked in a cell in the same hallway with all of these serial killers Mm -hmm. and it's the type of cells where it's like it's just a glass window uh like some like thick glass that they're behind and they can see each other and so he was like the second serial killer that they captured he was like tormenting him like mentally like Mm -hmm. with through a conversation (laughs) to the point where the serial killer is like trying to hang himself or he ends up hanging himself because of the things that the detective says (laughs) jesus and then they're like um you know they're talking to him and they're like uh maybe we shouldn't keep putting you in here and he's like well don't you kind of need me to be sick to put me in here in the first place and like it's just like this he has a very like i'm like i'm interested in this dude that can drive a serial killer to kill himself yeah yeah like something super dark about him yeah if you like that kind of vibe uh I would say check it out. No, nah, um, sounds good. I'm but it seems interesting so far. Yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, but I like that whole like detective thing and figuring things out as the character figures things out. Speaking of detective, Detective Conan is on episode like nine hundred and ninety something. That's why I'm like every time somebody brings up the number of One Piece episodes, I'm like Detective Conan's got it beat by yeah. like a hundred episodes. And my thing is like One Piece like they're going to different islands and changing the theme but what is detect how many murderers has this man stopped in 900 too many, episodes too many to count like 
What? Are, how are they still making episodes? <laughs> I don't understand. Because people love a formula. People will. Yeah. Wa- people love watching a formula. You're not wrong. <laughs> I, how I has Pokemon been on since I was ever. eight years old? That's very true too. And Ash still hasn't aged. Yeah, not at once. And he's never just going to evolve Pikachu. He's but a we'll vampire. keep watching. Pikachu is also a vampire. <laughs> I think Ash is like a demon summoned to, to the world to like, like a good <laughs> demon though, in a way, like in like. <laughs> To just perpetually, ba- or maybe he was cursed in a past life to perpetually battle for eternity. Are you trying to say that Ash has Gary Coleman's disease, or are you just saying like, he's like a child of mortal? No, I'm saying like he the, in a past life he committed some sin, right? <laughs> and then the Poke gods or Arceus or Deoxys or somebody was like, "You're going to be reborn, and you're going to endlessly battle for eternity." <laughs> and P- I think Pikachu was a human at some point, maybe like his little brother or something. <laughs> And then he, his his little brother was reincarnated into the immortal Pikachu, and then Ash and Pikachu would just have to battle forever and ever. And then they oh have to God. the curse is that they have to watch all their their friends like Misty and all them like they still age. So it's just Ash that doesn't age. You just you just his friends die. you just released a plotline for Pokemon Immortals. I did. <laughs> this is the That's dark is, right there. dark adult Pokemon storyline. Pokemon Infinity. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, discover man. why these animals have been, <laughs> have been be uh, awesome. punished to a life of uh sentenced to a life of eternal battle eternal battle that'd be awesome oh, and then talk god. about the pokemon war and all that yeah. oh my god come on yeah. i'm not ready for dark pokemon i i am. i'm gonna need what? to be in like my 50s before i'm ready for dark <laughs> pokemon they're like all right all the kids are growing up now we're, we're gonna do it all right, now we're going to tell you about why all the dads are missing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe Ash was one of those dads. Oh, my God. Oh, something, something went down. I'm telling you. Something went down. Uh, oh, I mean, man. there are. I'm sure there's more than one Pokemon that can mess with time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's like 500 legendaries. <laughs> <laughs> like it's insane how many there yeah, are. Yeah, they're starting to become not as special there, because there's so many of them. In Sword and Shield, there's this thing you fight. It's called uh Eternatus. And <laughs> like you don't know if it's actually a Pokemon, it just says it came from a meteor that hit the earth one day. And you're just oh like my God. Okay. <laughs> so you don't really know what it is or if it's even a Pokemon. It's just weird. It's the Phoenix. <laughs> came from the Digiverse, honestly. Oh my god, no. No a, crossovers. It's no crossovers. Of, hold up. This is one of the designs I need to send you. I'm about to uh actually are you you have a screen up right now, right? Mm-hmm. You have a screen up right now, right? Yep. Google Eternatus. I just want you to see what it looks like. Eternatus. Like he like Oh, like, he's just he's a pixel monster. Yeah. I called him a Bakugan. I nicknamed him Bakugan in game. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a Bakugan. <laughs> Oh yeah, that looks like a a nightmare sky dragon. Yeah, like what what is that? Um, but yeah, man, it's the Phoenix Force in a Pokemon body. <laughs> the Phoenix Force crossover, Marvel crossover. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right, well, guys, that's all we got. I think that brings us to the end of this week's show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably be catching up on some more anime next week. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, I may have a couple more movies in the bag, Dope. but. Until then, if there's anything that you need to bring up to us that we missed out because the news was completely dead this week, yeah. uh, you can email us at siblingrivalryclash at gmail.com, and you can find us on the Twitters. I am at T-I-F-F-I-N-I-J 21. I'm at Y-O-T-I-Z-Z-L-E-R. 
And as always, please comment and rate wherever you listen, uh, be it iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, or CastBox. And until then, we will be back next week with that fresh news, hey. with those fresh opinions. And if you think, if you think Ele- Avatar Last Airbender is better than Korra, <laughs> write in and tell me why. So yeah, wanna, Team, wanna, team Aang over here. Uh, Team Cora over there. I'm ready to die on this hill. But yeah, uh, I will be the one putting the ang stake in your body. <laughs> the flag of victory. Uh, but until then, guys, the Bender War Rage is on. I'm a Bloodbender, so I win all day. <laughs> what? I, I win. I win. Because <laughs> I Get can control your body. So I win. <laughs> I have no blood. There's no fire in my body for you to bend, so you're screwed. <laughs> I'm a... um. I'm a I'm a combustion bender. I shoot laser beams <laughs> out of my forehead. Oh for God! No you want to be that fake non-bender that just was like a weird cyborg? No, her her power actually sucked. They just put a <laughs> helmet on her head and she killed herself. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> her power is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that thing that thing was like a real gun though. It was insane. It was. That was crazy. But yeah, until next week, guys, the Bender War rages on. Let's go. All right, y'all. Catch y'all later. All right. I'm going to play us out with uh, the Song of Storms. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Bye. <laughs>